every moment spent in connection, reflecting on who we are and how we've grown, the moments that are full of joy and celebration, and then those moments that challenge us and ask us to change course, pivot in a new direction, and grow and change in ways that we never anticipated. Every moment spent in connection, sharing those reflections, coming together around shared experiences, changes who we are. Because it allows us to get to know who we are, to get to know our hearts, and it allows us to form connections and community around shared passions, interests, and joy. Welcome to Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Through conversations focusing on life's biggest lessons, this series will explore the joys we can find through these experiences and the connection and community we create through sharing our reflections. It's an open and honest look at the moments and lessons in our lives that impact us. Every episode features a conversation that will leave you feeling inspired, motivated, full of joy, and get you thinking about the experiences in your life and the lessons they've taught you. Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Welcome to the second episode in our new series, Lessons In. This week, I'm joined by Austin Tassone, and Austin is the beauty content director at Jump Rope and a digital content creator based in New York City. She started out her career in editorial, working at magazines like Nylon and Interview, and after she experienced industry layoffs, she went out on her own as a full-time freelancer for one and a half years before landing at Jump Rope. She has been hired by brands like Glossier, The New York Times, Revlon, and Sorel to create fashion and beauty content for her social media channels and blog, Keep Calm and Chiffon. Austin has also written for publications like Refinery29, HuffPost, Teen Vogue, and more. Austin joins me this week to share a lesson that she's learned about flexibility in both her career and personal life, the growth that came from this experience, and the joy that she's found. Her reflections, honesty, and vulnerability will leave you feeling inspired and remind you that change will come, and it's about how we choose to respond to these changes in our lives and really allow ourselves to pivot that make all the difference. To learn more about Austin, this week's new episode, and our series, Lessons In, head on over to SeekTheJoyPodcast.com. Everything is right there. Without further ado, let's dive into this week's new episode, Lessons in Flexibility with Austin Tassone. So I think the topic of flexibility or being flexible within your life or within your career is a really interesting one. And I think, especially with our generation as millennials, our lives change so rapidly and what career looks like and what our personal lives look like is so different, I think, even than what it looked like for our parents. And so, I don't know, I think we learn how to be flexible through life experiences. So I'm so excited to sit down and have this conversation with you. So to start, how do you define flexibility? What does it mean for you to be flexible uh, within your own life? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm a Virgo and I'm a big planner and I love having things organized. I love really thinking ahead and thinking through and making a plan and kind of executing the plan like that to me is kind of my happy place. And, you know, it's something that makes me really excited and like think things that I'm passionate about too, just like being really organized and setting goals for myself. And I think for me, flexibility is really all about a shift in mindset and kind of feeling more willing to 
break kind of course or adapt to a different plan or to try something different. And I honestly didn't realize how inflexible I was originally until I got laid off the first time. So I've actually been laid off twice because I started out my career in print magazines. And as you probably know, over the last few years, print magazines have had kind of a tough go at things. Um, So it was really interesting to me, even just seeing in myself being like a younger staff person compared to, you know, the fashion director who had been there for 10 years or the editor in chief, like trying to think about, oh my gosh, like what are they going to do next? And realizing that I had such a blessing in a sense, almost just because I was less experienced and because in theory, I should be able to bounce back or bounce around or try something different. So that's kind of where a lot of when I first started thinking about flexibility came from. And I think over time, I've definitely been trying to apply it more kind of in my personal life as well. Yeah, it's so interesting what you shared that you really didn't know. You didn't realize just how unflexible or inflexible you were until you were faced with that moment or that experience of getting laid off more than once um, that really showed you you have the ability to adapt and to shift and to change um, as, as you know, different things start to happen. Yeah. And I mean, everyone wants to be that like cool, easygoing person who it's like, Oh, like, should we go out tonight? Should we go do something? It's like, yeah, sure. Definitely. I would, I would love to, in theory, just like be so much more spontaneous in that way. (laughs) And that was kind of the first time I had to put it in perspective and realize like, am I going to sit here and try to keep, you know, getting jobs at print magazines only to have them keep folding and me keep getting laid off? Or am I willing to explore more of the digital space and like digital products and businesses and things like that? Um, And basically video content creation, which is kind of the field that I'm in now. And, and kind of feel like it's okay to leave that behind. If I know that in the grand scheme of things, it's going to be better off for me later on the fact that I was willing to like shift around what I was actually thinking about. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think often we don't even realize that we've had to have this mindset shift or this change around our uh, career paths or what our personal lives are going to look like until we're actually in it, until we actually have to do it. Did your perspective around flexibility and the need to be flexible within your own life, did that come like mid journey or once you felt like you were kind of on the other side a little bit more and in this new field or working in freelance or more in the digital space? Yeah. I mean, I think it's something I'm still really learning every day. And even though I've definitely started to improve and get better at it, I'm still not a hundred percent there, but I think that was definitely the tipping point for me. And then even like I was saying, just in my more personal relationships, like my oldest friend from home is always super like spontaneous. And she'll text you, you know, five minutes before she's going to Starbucks and be like, Oh, want me to scoop you up in my car on the way there. Um, or even my boyfriend who, you know, isn't necessarily as much of an intuitive planner as I am. And sometimes I'll ask like what his plans are and he'll be like, Oh yeah, I haven't thought about it. I don't know. And to me, it's like, wait, you haven't thought about it. What? (laughs) You're like, this is crazy making. Like (laughs) I have to have a plan. I have to know what I'm going to be doing. And I also just have to realize that I can't like force my personality on someone else. You know, I have to like love and accept people for who they are and try to put that into my own mindset too and say, like, maybe I need to learn to be more flexible for other people in addition to being more flexible just for myself, you know? That's a really important lesson. It's something I'm working on too, because I'm, I'm a planner as well. I like to know like what I'm going to do, even if I'm going to be doing nothing in that moment, I like to know that that's my plan. (laughs) I like to know that that's my plan to do nothing. And I've learned with my friendships and my relationships and even with, with my career that sometimes being flexible and having a plan means you allow other people the space 
to not have a plan or to create one and then let you know about it, you know, at a later time. But that is definitely a journey, uh, learning to kind of let go. Yeah. And also just what you just said, you know, if you don't leave room for chance or for other circumstances to come in, you're really limiting what you're going to allow in your life. And hopefully it's good. And maybe it's some of it's bad too, but all of it kind of helps shape who you are and your experiences. And so I think it's important that we learn to leave room for chance and for kind of spontaneity as well. Yeah. And I think as planners, we often don't do that, right? Because we have to have every second or every hour or every day or the next month. Or I remember when I was getting ready to go to law school and I was like, okay, this is the plan. Like I'm going to go to law school and then I'm going to be a prosecutor and then I'm going to do this. and I'm going to work in the attorney general's office. I mean, I had like a very strict plan and like spoiler Mm -hmm. alert, none of that happened other than going to law school and, and becoming a lawyer. My path totally changed, but I was so stubborn within what I felt like my life should look like that I didn't leave that room. And it really wasn't until very similarly with you, something happened in my life that forced me or asked me to hit pause and kind of reevaluate my path and showed Mm -hmm. me like, hey, you've got to be more flexible and leave room for that exploration and leave room to get to know yourself. Um, So if we're like kind of white knuckling it with our planning, there's no room for any of that magic stuff to kind of come through. Yeah. And I like what you said earlier too, about even just planning for time to not know what's going to happen. Um, I've done that. I did that once on a trip uh, to New Orleans because I had planned to go, like we booked the trip and everything. We booked the hotel, but then from there, we really didn't decide on anything else because um, my grandmother passed away. So I kind of didn't have time Mm -hmm. to actually look ahead and plan things. And so we very much arrived, like not having any idea what we were going to do. And since I knew that was the plan going into it, it really allowed me to be able to feel like I could have fun and just accept that whatever happens, happens. And you know, we could try to plan a couple things here and there. But for the most part, we were really just like exploring and enjoying a new place for the first time. And I hope to be able to carry that into like yeah. more of my experiences in the future too. Yeah. I'm so sorry about your grandmother. It, oh, that must you. have been so she, difficult. Apparently she loved New Orleans and she, my aunt oh was my like, God. you have to have a beignet for her. She would be so thrilled. Oh my God. Talk about just serendipity maybe just being yeah. in the right place, but not knowing it in the moment. It's really yeah, and I actually I hadn't known that about her that she like loved beignets. I mean, I knew oh. she loved sugar. She's a cute old Italian lady, so of course she loved sugar and biscotti and all of that oh. kind of stuff. But yeah, it was very special to just kind of think like, okay, you know, I couldn't control this past week where I normally would have been planning, and so it's going to be really exciting to just kind of dive in and try to be somewhere different. And there wasn't any better timing, honestly, to like go get away from things. Yeah. Definitely. It's so interesting, mm-hmm. though, how these experiences or these lessons or those these moments, they feel like big interrupters, you know, when they're happening. Um, but yeah. in hindsight, you know, hindsight is what, 2020? Um, mm-hmm. You know, they always seem to lay the foundation for what's next, for what's to come, to who you're supposed to grow into or who you need to grow into. And you talked about this a little bit earlier about this mindset shift that you had to have around mm-hmm. Um, being flexible around being a planner. Part of that mindset too that I think comes along with it and maybe not right away, but it does come is this shift into joy, into experiencing joy because something changed or you moved to a different place or you had a different experience. So I'd love to know, you know, how did you find 
joy for yourself through learning to be more flexible, to leaving more of that open space um, for chance for for things to unfold. Yeah, I think what was pretty unexpected for me was that a lot of that joy was able to come like in my professional life and my mm-hmm. career. So mm-hmm. after I was laid off the second time and I decided to stay full time freelance, I think that just because I was so open to the idea of different revenue streams and different services that I could provide people, it really allowed me to just kind of explore all of that and to kind of get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think the biggest thing for freelancers is, you know, it's hard to predict your finances each month. So to figure out like, okay, here's my monthly retainer client. And then the rest is kind of up to me to grab. So it actually made me excited and a lot more persistent to go out and like find new opportunities to find new publications I could possibly contribute to, or to find new brands that I could possibly collaborate with for a sponsored post for my blog. And it definitely opened me up to a lot of things that I never really pictured doing. It opened me up to copywriting. It opened me up to a lot of cool brand partnerships. And it also just opened me up to basically what led me to my new full-time job now, which I absolutely love. Um, In the time that I had extra time as a freelancer and in some months where I would have those little pockets of like a lull or what I, you know, trying to figure out what was going to happen next, I created a lot of YouTube videos and content for my channel and was able to do two videos a week and really grow that. And I think it was because I was devoting a lot of time to, you know, my video content and having a presence there that a friend, you know, found this job at a company called Jump Group where I work now and she sent it to me and was like, I thought of you immediately for this. Like you have Mm. to do this job. And Jump Group is an app where you can create and edit how-to videos. And so the fact that now I get to help other beauty content creators edit their how-to videos in an easier way is also something that I never expected I was doing. You know, yeah. when you're on staff at a magazine, it's very clear and linear. It's you're an editorial assistant, then you're an assistant editor, then you're an associate editor, then you're a senior editor, yeah. and so yeah, on and so forth. Yeah, the path is more clear in those situations, for sure. Yeah, but I have such a tremendous amount of joy in my life now, definitely professionally mm-hmm. and also personally, too, because I was able to open myself up and, you know, try something different. I mean, I never thought I would be working for a tech startup, but it's really crazy how much room for flexibility I have within my role that still allows me to do a lot of things that I love and also, you know, have that stability and have that more like traditional kind of nine to five role as well. Yeah. This is going to be so inspiring for people to hear because Often we think the career path is very narrow-minded, very straightforward. You know, you move up the the ladder, so to speak. And a lot of professions are like this. But the truth is, is that when you allow yourself to be flexible and maybe not stick to the traditional path that, quote unquote, you thought you were supposed to be part of, and you trust your gut and you trust your instincts and you begin to learn, you know, when it's time to pivot or when you can trust yourself to pivot, um, you know, into something new – the growth, the possibilities, the adventure, um, the joy, right, that can be found Mm -hmm. through making that pivot and that transition is really priceless, but you have to have the courage to leap and the courage to do it. Yeah, definitely. And that's definitely something that I hope to do more of um, as I continue to, you know, learn to be more flexible. Yeah. What has surprised you the most about this journey that you've been on learning to become more flexible or kind of like building that flexibility muscle? I think honestly, just the fact that, you know, the world doesn't end if the plan has to change, which sounds like such an obvious concept. No, but it's so true. We forget it. mm -hmm, Definitely. One that I really just had to wrap my head around and say like, okay, you know, I think playing out the worst case scenario actually helps a lot because 
you know, I had to confront that in reality the first time that I lost my job. It's like, okay, the worst case scenario is I've lost my job and now I'm unemployed. So what do I do from there? You know, it's like, okay, well, then I start applying for other jobs. I try freelancing in the meantime. I maybe have to pull a little bit from my savings. But when you actually have to go ahead and plan out, like, scenario A, scenario B, scenario C, in the case that the worst case scenario happens, it makes it seem way less scary. And I think that that's something that I would definitely encourage other people to do. Like if they're in a job that they don't love, or if they're in a relationship, they're not sure about and just say like, well, what would be the worst thing if I broke it off with this person? Or what would be the worst thing if I started like looking for kind of a different path or a different career? Yeah. And often that worst case scenario, you know, that we play out in our minds is not the worst case scenario. So sometimes it's just putting a voice to the fear um, and letting your life unfold. Yeah, sometimes it's just a temporary disruption that can actually lead you down a much more like productive and happy path in the end. Yeah, I definitely agree. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and having this conversation with me. I think learning to become more flexible, it's very deeply personal. It's always tied to our life experiences and the moments that ask us to trust ourselves and push ourselves in a new direction, especially when the unexpected happens, when you lose a job or you change cities or whatever the case might be. So Austin, thank you so much for sharing your lessons in flexibility with us. And where can everyone find you, connect, and learn more? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me too. I feel like at the start of a new year, it's always great to kind of think through, you know, it's easy to write on paper your kind of career goals and things like that, but just in a spiritual way and in kind of a fun conversational way to also think through parts of your life that you have changed for the better and that you'd like to continue doing. So thank you again for this conversation. You are so Um, welcome. I feel the same way. You you nailed it. You nailed it. Oh, good. And then as far as where people can find me, um, I am on Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, um, et cetera. I'm just at Austin Tassone, my name. Um, you can find more information about Jump Rope at Let's Jump Rope. I also have a blog called Keep Calm and Chiffon. And my professional website for my, like, my writing and my portfolio is austintassone.com. So perfect. I think that's everything. That is perfect. I'll include it all in the show notes. We'll make it super easy for everyone to connect with you because I know they're going to want to after hearing this conversation. So thank you so much again. I, I'm really excited to share this. Thank you so much. Can't wait.